0: Some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt.
1: Bit gassy today. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) I I am not traveling. Oh yeah, my
0: drink. Forgot all about my drink. How goes it? We are back once more. Episode 30, could you imagine we would be at episode 30 only?
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> now, hold on. Is that Can we imagine that we're at 30 or the fact that we're only at 30 and we maybe should be further along considering...
0: A, I don't think we thought we'd make it to 30 and B, it feels like we should be at 60. I guess technically we're at 31 because we have that zero <laughs> episode that we started with. We're like, nah, we'll just throw that up. Did you just describe a marriage? Hmm. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> Not mine either, I'm just saying.
1: I heard somebody. That's right. Got a friend.
0: So, yes, episode 30, Happy Zen Podcast. We are here, back in the pub, yeah, studio. <clears throat>
1: into the studio that makes you happy because you don't have to try to edit the fact that you can't hold a microphone.
0: That's right. It is better here for me. Yes. And my OCD. <laughs> I
1: love it. I, I, the, the past couple episodes, we've we've kind of just... Due to time and us getting together, we've had to um just use different spots mm-hmm. and um you know gave us some problems clearly, and uh I think we realized that you're we we're like
0: a free range podcast, and that doesn't work no. as well, although no. I have been complimented on the sound quality of our episodes, which was surprising
1: well, and it's funny you're mentioning all this because that's you're kind of segueing into that and we're we're gonna head somewhere with this podcast where we're gonna have a conversation about the podcast we enjoy, other podcasts we enjoy. Like hell, even kind of I mean, some of those podcasts are probably the reasons we do this. So there are those. Um and we've expanded this a little bit too into uh podcasts that we've listened to and been have horribly horribly, horribly been disappointed. Um or almost offended that they just were that bad. I'm willing to go there with some of these.
0: Yeah, I mean I think now that we're at episode thirty, we're I would say we're we've been sticking around, so we might as well now send people elsewhere to go to other podcasts. Yeah, well, (laughs) I realize that now. As I'm saying, I'm like, oh, here are the podcasts that we would suggest you leave us for. Well, to be fair, though, it's not.
1: It's to me as the entertainment piece um, for podcasts. I think you have different categories for podcasts. People have, you know, um, entertainment. They'll have education they'll have news they'll have different sources different sectors you want to call it that they're going to pull out of a podcast so i think you have a, a wide berth that people use to search what they're looking for because even why you you brought this topic up to me about going and looking at what we listen to or what you listen to in a podcast i opened up my my player i use i use google podcast i looked at it and i'm like i got like 60 podcasts in there so and i do listen to pretty much all of them at some some point or another so with that being said, it's like I don't think steering anybody in a different direction. <clears throat> and with the work that we do and have done in this this podcast over over our year, a little over a year, aren't we? That we uh, production quality. It's we sound good. I mean, I'm not trying to tutor our home, but let's be fair. Like when you produce this, and we finally put a cut together on this, we put as much effort into making it sound really good. And we're not, you know, we're not sitting here with. You know, thousands of dollars of equipment and editing editing studio. Yeah, we don't have
0: a soundproof studio. We don't have no. a full time editor. So, I, and I think we're still doing better audio wise than you know uh, half the podcast. And I, mean. I was just
1: gonna say that's gonna be a measurement. I think when we get into breaking down podcasts, is like now that we have the um, our experience, which is you know it's limited, but it's still our experience, and we make a pretty s- solid sounding product. We, you know, we've done it for on a absolute budget. Mm-hmm. It's. I was just talking the the twelve dollar mic arms we're fighting with for, that we've had for what eight nine months now, they still work, right? So you know, mostly, have,
0: yeah, yeah, well, yeah But then you say like we have limited together. we have like limited experience with it, but at the same time, I still talk to people that are like kind of surprised that you can just do it, like you can just pick up and do it. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize. It is relatively accessible. Like, you don't have to have... You can do this off a cell phone with your headset. Yeah. You really you know, want or, to. or, you know, recording it from Skype or what have you. I mean, the, the quality is going to vary depending on what you're using, but it's not hard to get into. But I think a lot of people still have that mentality, like the radio mentality that, oh, I can't just do it. But yeah. you can just and, do it.
1: And and, and <laughs> selfishly, um, maybe we should be telling people it is a little more challenging because... The less people that are here doing it, better odds we stand at maintaining audience or growing audience. we don't want to split our audience across multiple, uh, yeah. So, (laughs) you know, there are, um, with all that being said, you know, we're being humble because there is some challenges. And so if you are at all intimidated by any um, challenges you're perceiving uh, Mm -hmm. that are hypothetical and you haven't lived it, just stay hidden under your rock and don't worry about it. It's good. Just listen to ours. It
0: takes me approximately 27 days to edit an episode of two hours in length down to the length that we have now. Full disclosure, none of that's true. Oh, I was going to say yeah, but p- it sounds about right. It's all a lie. <laughs> it's mostly procrastination. I could probably get it done in two nights, but whatever. Yeah, it does take more time than people think, though. It so- does because you have to listen to the the full episode basically yeah. from start to finish, and okay, so that's whatever hour, hour and a half, whatever the length of the episode is. But then you got to stop throughout, and you've got to you know clip things out or what have you, um, and then you process the audio you got to you know run it through the equalizer and the normalizing it and compression all that fun stuff and then if you're like me you do that all and you're like no nah, it doesn't sound right and then you undo undo undo, and then try different combinations of stuff until you just give up and say yeah it sounds good save
1: so that's amazing you put see when i was editing accidental apprentice which is pretty much just been put on the shelf now i didn't put in, listen if if a, an adjustment was made I rode that adjustment. There was no going back because I did not give that type of time to it. And the sound quality between Zen and accidental is so, I mean, it's you get, same equipment, um, but the care in editing really goes a long way. It, it, shows, it shows big time. It's a
0: good thing there's no crossover audience. You'd have like your guests from your other podcast being like, that son of a
1: bitch. Yeah, well... There's probably a bunch of them that are already saying that anyways, because I got a bunch of episodes that are recorded that I have yet to edit, and they're months old. And there's going to be somebody pissed off about that somewhere. But sure, shit, they're not listening to this one.
0: Yeah, we should also probably (laughs) disclose on that exact topic that we did mention a long time ago an episode that Adam was going to edit and post here. Don't expect it to show up ever. It's just, I don't think it's happening. I was supposed to do what? (laughs) You remember, you know the episode, I mean, the one that you were splitting between two different podcasts oh, God. And, and it just didn't <clears throat> didn't uh go our way but um so
1: but we should do what i should do is pull that one from the apprentice vault cut it and put it here
0: yeah like a bonus episode yeah because
1: I mean, you know what that just, was just no. like it was a. We fit. just
0: cut out your intro from the other podcast and just paste over ours well considering it's just a file it's easy um and we can prove because it, it was a really great conversation and we will do
1: that thank you for, i will for, get thank uh, you for always remembering <laughs>
0: I will get our voiceover artist uh, Ian Slessor to do a special one-time intro. Uh, speaking of Ian, we should give him a shout out. We, you know, we'll get a bunch of let's, do, let's do
1: a bunch here. So I mean, first of all, I cannot believe the fact that we have still the fact that we have a a uh, the fact that we have a code,
0: a very own promo code.
1: Yeah, promo code. It's amazing. So anyways, uh with that being said, we have to throw it out to Deadly Grounds. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you uh, have not checked out Deadly Grounds, please on Instagram their Facebook page. their Facebook? Pause.
0: Go check it out right now. Deadlygroundscoffee.ca is the, for us, the Canadian. I think there is a .com as well for those American listeners out there. If you're not in North America, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Yeah. And absolutely head over to their site. You'll find the links for their Twitter, their Instagram, their Facebook page. Keep your breath on all the stuff they're doing, all the new grinds and flavors and stuff they're doing, the promos that come out. They've got all kinds of cool stuff. Um, free shipping over 80. And if you use Happy Zen At checkout, you're going to get
0: 15% off. Code HAPPY, H-A-P-P-Y, Zen, X-E-N, no space, all one word. Uh, Yeah, and so as I was saying with uh, Ian, he has a new uh, website up. It's just uh, iansvo.com. It's all his voiceover work, so I-A-N-S-V-O.com. He's doing, like, uh, computer games now. He's doing, you know, he's, he's had commercials before us. So, yeah, if you need voiceover work. Hey, are we in his portfolio? I hope so. If we're not, I'm going to go have a chat with him. to chat. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, because on the Happy Zen podcast, we do like to touch back on previous guests we've had and what they're up to. Uh, I, wanna, I got a couple things I wanted to mention. Uh, Jason Anarchy of Jason Anarchy Games now has a new Kickstarter up. Uh, the game is called This is this is a game we have to try. It's called millennial manatees and it's about millennials uh, and you have to get like a job and you have to pay off school debt. And basically that's the goal is to pay off your school debt. But it's like, there's so much like reference, like uh, there's literally, I think there's a card like a, you know, what will millennials kill next, which we've talked about. Like there's so much of, we we've got to get on that one for sure. I love how the symbolism is a manatee. Yeah. And it's, I think it says like, Uh, the game is for millennials or manatees and the game comes in a fanny pack. That's cool. Which is awesome. So yeah,
1: we have a whole conversation to have there right now too, that we should, I'll get into after our our promos because it feels like the eighties are upon us once again.
0: Well, yeah. So if you go over to on Instagram, it's just, uh, at Jason Anarchy or on Twitter, he's at drinking quest. He's got the links for his Kickstarter there. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention of a previous guest was, uh, Peter Tchaikovsky of Rock, Paper, Cynic. I don't know how we missed this, and we've got to get him back on again. So he has a music career as well. Uh, what? He's doing um, kind of like nerd geek music. So he's got a CD called uh, Borken Telephone, uh, which is a play on Broken Telephone. Uh, and the CD has like, there's a song that's like all about Mario Kart. There's... Uh, there's like a song called I don't need you I've got Netflix like so many like awesome songs and I I'm really angry that I didn't realize he did the music stuff so we got to get him back on and talk to him about that so I just got that he's uh, sent that out to me which is awesome
1: and we should be you should be checking these folks out because this is convention season right convention yeah, and conference it's season so they're
0: coming up uh, and most of uh, if you're in Ontario a lot of these guys will be at uh, Fan Expo Canada I know usually usually uh, Jason Anarchy is there Peter probably will be there. Uh, Derek from uh, Nomnivore Games, we've talked about uh, before with uh, Ember Wind. He's usually uh, at Fan Expo. So yeah, go check these guys out. Go to the Artist Alley in the gaming sections and, and check these guys out. One last thing that I wanted to mention, last weekend, uh, I was at the CD release party for our friends Northern Hearts. They got they kickstarted their CD and had a little... Uh, kind of a celebration and where you could uh, pick up your CD at the, it was at this outdoor venue It was this farm and they had an outdoor stage. It was really nice. Although I said to my wife, it reminded me of um, the shrewd beet farm. And I will say this because I pulled up and there was a guy that was dressed like, uh, you know, the show better than I do. Um, Mo's. is it Mose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he was like running around like Moes does like just that weird run and then and then they were also like they had like a strange like european accent which i thought was really odd cuz this was in you know near beardley uh so so anyways uh it wasn't actually at the shroot Bead farm but i believe it's called the 5th wind wind farm uh anyway so joking aside it was awesome they played uh, two sets uh, I picked up the CD, sounds amazing, and we've seen them um, play live before. There was a, quite a big turnout. Uh, also got to see one of our super fans, Jesse Reddit, was there, came out from Toronto, and he was uh, chatting with me a bit about the podcast, so uh, shout out to Jesse and his cohort, Adam from, where's Adam now, what did I say Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan. Yeah. Saskatchewan. Maybe it's Manitoba. He's not in Ontario, I'll put it that way. Yeah. He's going to come for me now. So he's where comment, else would you be? He's going to come. Yeah, he must be Saskatchewan.
1: Yeah. Uh, but hey, no. We could be completely ignorant. in anywhere in Western Canada, just said Alberta. It's
0: true. He, he's in the bird. Uh No, but, and it's funny because this kind of ties back. Jesse was saying like him and Adam uh, had talked about at one time doing a podcast and never really, you know, had the question yeah, so to don't, do not don't it. do it, guys. So don't, don't do it. What I mentioned about Skype, that's, that's a load of crap, but you can't do that. Don't, don't bother. Just listen to us. That's all you need to do. I think that's all I've got for uh, for Shadows. Uh, listen,
1: for Northern Hearts, I was, it, it broke me to not be able to go. Um, but I think I was one of the very first people to have listened to the entire album on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has made, into my, yes. made its way into my playlist. And so if you haven't done it yet, get your ass on Spotify. Check out Northern Hearts Band. Yep. And there's six tracks on their EP there. Yep. They're all there. All there. Yep. It is absolutely. And for once, I mean, I usually get frustrated with Spotify because they make me listen to other stuff I don't want to listen to. But when they pulled the similarity piece together for the, you know, the similar sounds essentially, it was just awesome. It just fit right in there. And it was, it was really cool to hear people we know that are super talented, that we've always known have been talented to hear their music integrated inside that playlist style with Spotify and seamlessly it was just amongst some great stuff, you know, and I really thought it was really cool and it, it stood out to its own sound and its own, it's, you know, it's it was just fantastic. Really good. I, again, I, I disappointed I didn't get to go. Glad you got to represent the, the podcast there and yourself. And uh, I've seen plenty of the footage on their Instagram and their Facebook. So please check that stuff out if you haven't gone, check them out there yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: you can go to uh, northernhearts.ca. It's got all their information there. You can pick up the CD. We weren't
1: joking about them getting big and we missed the window. And that's exactly what They happening.
0: do claim that they will come on the podcast at some point. But hey, you know what? It's all right. If they if have they've pass us by, it's understood.
1: We can't even get together for a podcast. It's true.
0: It's it's true. But yeah, they they were it was great. It was uh I got eaten a little bit by mosquitoes, but you know, what am I going to do? It's that time of year. That's what you bring back? I got well, I got brought back the CD too, but I'm just saying I got eaten by mosquitoes. <laughs> I was willing to sit through being eaten by mosquitoes. Also did not dress appropriately cuz I was in shorts and a t-shirt. I don't know what I was I I think I thought We grew up gonna, in the country. I thought it was going to be inside, I think. Oh, and they had um They had, like, wood fire pizza that was done outside. They had, like, a fireplace. It was awesome. It was delicious. That's all I got. Alcohol for you. Alcohol. I'm promoting an event that's already happened, but I'm just saying. It was great, and I hope they do it again. (laughs) Now you're providing a review of an event. There you go. Yeah, and uh, they're actually... It is uh, Canada Day weekend here in Canada, and they will be playing... uh, Yeah, at the uh, Waterfront Festival in Coburg on... They're not holding that anywhere else? Sunday. No, well... Maybe not. We can't uh, we try to avoid politics here, but well, let's just say there's certainly certain areas that aren't running too much in the way of Canada events. Fair enough. So yeah, they'll be there on Sunday, which by this point will be too late, but I'm telling you it will be awesome.
1: Literally to get things on track. Yeah. I'm lost. If, if you check out Northern Hearts, they have all their upcoming events for the summer as they get added and they're fantastic to see live. And I know you're going to say, oh, you're just bumping their tires because they're friends of yours. Well, that's part of that. Of course,
0: we're fucking are. There are friends. There but are friends of ours that play music that we don't
1: talk about. Yeah,
0: that's true. We will not mention names. I'm just saying.
1: Exactly. Not everybody gets free promo. We're telling you about people that actually have talent to listen to. So then we have street cred. Because if we send you somewhere to listen or see or do something and it's shit, you're not coming back here. I mean, we barely get you in the first place. We certainly don't want to send you wandering and not coming back.
0: Yeah. And if you check them out and you talk to them, just, you know, see when they want to come on the podcast with us. That'd be great. Thanks.
1: Tell them. Yeah. Tell them how you would love to see them on the podcast yeah. and yeah. put pressure on us because we've already had. We enough. make
0: it sound like we don't know them. Like we know them very well. In fact, like some people and in that, fact
1: actually, we were just to call them. They'd be on. It's yeah, our schedule. It's really it's just us. The yeah. short side is us, not them.
0: Because it is funny. I was there and then, oh, you're from that podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's me from that podcast. Oh, you're like, sorry. You loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Big man on campus now, not really. Okay, so let's get back to what we were supposed to be talking not about. Not your ego's inflated, we can carry We've forward. We've got all our stuff carried out. You pretty much worked for a whole week, so that's pretty much the gist of And not ago. even
1: in this country. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Travels. You know, last week, um, just to give a sample, so people don't think I'm just full of crap. I, uh, from Monday to Wednesday at 8 p.m., uh my vehicle when you put the trip meter on for kilometers it'll also give you the amount of time that the car is is on
0: that's depressing
1: yeah when i hit 27 hours <laughs> so from monday at 1 p.m. to wednesday night i hit 27 hours in a vehicle nice no there was nothing nice about that
0: well you know what's great on long trips in a vehicle podcasts absolutely and
1: I went through all of my podcasts.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, this is the time you want to build up the I did not uh, have a
1: single new episode left.
0: <laughs> Oof, that's, That rarely happens, but that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's impressive. But
1: also, I started getting, um, because I knew I was in the vehicle, and I knew what the journey ahead of me was looking like, um, I, I, I set the standard of uh, no crap. So if the episode was crap or was going off the rails, because I'm, I'm catching a trend that's happening with podcasts a little more often now as you put your beer up is that they tend to turn them into a bit more of a party sometimes. It's like when a podcast gets really long-standing. Right. Um, they get a little more relaxed on the... They think that maybe there's a sense of the followers are just going to stay with me no matter what I do mentality. Uh, so anyways, I've just, I caught some of that trend. And, and in that time, I also went through a... Um, how can I put it? Uh, a purging of contact, of podcast. So I went from like 60 to probably like 20 now.
0: You just kind of said, "Look, I've got. I know what the where my standard is, and if it's below that, it's not." Yeah, worth and I also
1: also got on this thing where it's like there isn't any new content. I I started to actually look down and really look at where when the episodes were being published. Oh, and don't
0: went, don't judge podcasts on that. No,
1: no, no like what two thousand sixteen? Okay, I was like that. T- that's like
0: we will we will attempt to never do that. <laughs>
1: four years ago, no, that, but that was the last episode posted. Right. That's what I meant. Yeah. Not because I mean going through someone's catalog is great when they have new stuff because you can really explore that transition yeah. which is really really neat um and listening to how people grow and the the show grows and and the professionalism grows that's great but what I mean was like <laughs> I'm looking down at the last episode going oh 2016 no wonder I don't see too much on this one like why I, 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 it's done right yeah. so because podcasts shelf life really isn't as long as you think I mean there are tons of podcasts out there but the average podcast making a year is actually a really big deal
0: well they have that motivation when you're not you're certainly in most cases not making any financial, you know, gain out you're of it. You're not
1: gaining anything.
0: Yeah, so if you're in it for money or you're in it for I don't know, street cred, I don't know what what I don't know, but the the I is, struggle with what we're in this board in the first place. There's not a lot of feedback necessarily, you know, in podcasting especially early on like so that that I could yeah, the, the, I'd like to see like a, a numbers as to how many podcasts last like, you know, 6 months, 1 month. You know, maybe a year and then just yeah, there's some disappear. stuff out there
1: you can go looking for it
0: oh i'm sure there is so
1: it's google but so what we're going to bring to you uh now is we're going to share with you some of the podcasts that have either served to they get us through our journeys um we rely on them for entertainment news for actual news for you know whatever our interests are uh or, or even podcasts that maybe even inspired us a little bit along the way to do this because uh, there's a couple of those i think that will be in both of our lists but you know, we're gonna take you through a little bit of a journey of the stuff that we listen to, maybe why we listen to it, what we think makes a good podcast that keeps us, you know, involved. Especially considering we sit on this side of the microphone, so we know what it takes to put one together. So I think that gives us a little bit of that insider knowledge to now. To I didn't have respect
0: put for that mine in any real order. No, neither do I. I okay. don't have it
1: in order because it comes and goes. Because also, a lot of times, to guests will change an influence mm-hmm. on the podcast, right? Like, I mean, I go chasing a guest sometimes when I search in the, you know, Google Podcast, I'll search for an actual guest I want to listen to and yeah. then go listen to different podcasts that I wouldn't traditionally listen to chasing the guest. Right. And that you discover a lot of crap that way. <laughs> yeah. A lot of crap. And I think uh, in
0: some of our examples, cause I'm sure we may have some crossover. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen this new trend where somebody from one podcast is on somebody else's podcast or vice versa, or they mm. do,
1: the reciprocal uh, interview.
0: A, a, a carryover episode where maybe half of the interview is on one and then they tell you to go. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've picked up some podcasts that way as well. Not necessarily on this list, but I have I've done them
1: I've also cut some podcasts from that.
0: Yeah? Yeah. All yeah. right.
1: Okay. So I'm not trying to be an asshole, folks. It's just time it's is precious. Time is precious. And uh, this is not... Listen, doing it is great. And back to that bit we're joking about, like, if you want to do this, do this uh but you'll find once you put the microphones in front of yourselves and you have to start carrying a conversation for an extended period of time that needs to have a little bit of quality content and people might actually want to walk through you start to realize it does take a little more than you realize and that's okay i mean it's a challenge push yourself let's go for it if it doesn't fit doesn't fit give up that's fine whatever i'm not judging you okay i'm gonna judge He's you a little judging. bit but anyways throwing so so, that, so then when you throw uh a guest on the mix Right? That presents a whole bunch of challenges. So having gone through this and our own evolution, I mean, and again, go back, look at our back catalog and listen to some of our first episodes. Don't. <laughs> Up to where we are now, it certainly has progressed.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, if you ever get, like, discouraged, that's definitely a good thing to do. And you'll, you'll actually find a lot of major podcasts Everyone started the same way. can't find the early episodes or no. they make it difficult. No. Because, yeah, everyone's winging it. They're starting out. And I find a lot of podcasts start out with... um a very stringent structure and oh, yeah. now it's gone. Like, you know, maybe they'll touch it, but they were, I think a lot of people started podcasts out with having, okay, we're going to have this segment, this segment, this segment. <laughs> it's not a TV show. It. No. Well, or it's not like radio, right? Yeah. Where you've got, but we did that a few minutes and then you got a commercial. Yeah. Well,
1: we built the structure that we tried, you know, I don't see your notebook anymore. Now it's on my phone now. Mostly. Yeah, I know. And you used to give me shit for that. If you go back to the early episodes, you hear Matt giving me shit for using my phone as a notebook and then that's him right. actually having a notebook. Now we've escalated to the point of me having a coffee mug, him having a phone that's not even on. And this is where we are. I'm saving trees? I'm saving lives. Drinking coffee saves lives. Deadly grounds.
0: <laughs> wow. I'm not even sure how that plug works, but okay.
1: Bronco at Happy Zen.
0: Okay. So do you want to start or should I?
1: I feel like I should have just slid more of it in there. Okay, so where I would like to go is uh, let's go with the most, let's do it this way. Let's go with the the podcast that you listen to the most consistently right now in your your repertoire. So every time you go to put a podcast on, it's like the first one you're going to go to. That you check for the new episode. You already know in your head when the new episodes come out. And it becomes right up on the priority that you're going to try to listen to it before the next episode comes out. Do you have one of those? Because I got one.
0: Yeah, I think I do. And it actually kind of grew on me over and over to the point where I actually have tickets now to go see this podcast in September. Uh, it's called How Did This Get Made? And it's uh, Jason Manzoukas, Paul Shear, and Paul's wife, June Diane Rayfield. And they just take... It's a very s- simple you know, thing. It's been done a million times, but they just take a shitty movie or a movie that's just ridiculously like over the top, which is why they do some of the fast and furious movies. Uh, and then they just break it down. And again, that's a, that's a podcast where at first they were trying to figure out how did this get made? Now it's just ripping it apart from start to finish. And they always have a guest. It's usually a comedian. Uh, they've had like Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron on recently. Uh, they had Nick Kroll on the last episode. Again, they always have like a, a guest on and they just, and I love movies and I love comedy and I have yet to have an episode, even if the movie has no interest to in me, there's the discussion about it is hilarious. It's like an hour and a half. So it's like perfect. It's not too long. It doesn't overstay. it's welcome. They have probably about 80% of their episodes are now live. Like they'll do like a, a stage show. Uh, and I just, I don't know that one, it, it grew on me. Like there were certainly ones before, but now if I'm, if I'm like halfway through an episode of, of a podcast and my podcast player says, Oh, there's a new episode from this. I'll stop listening to what I'm listening to. I'll listen to that one through and then I'll go back to what I'm listening to. So, yeah. And uh, they're here and they're in Toronto for just for laughs this year. So, it, uh, I'm going to go see it and it'll be hopefully good. But, yeah, that's wow.
1: it. Wow. That's good. That makes sense. Yeah. So, mine's a little more. Some people might not find this surprising and some people will. Uh, for me, it's spit and chiclets. So, it's a hockey podcast. It's okay. done with um, uh, Ryan Whitney and uh, Paul Bizanet and uh, R.A. from Barstool Sports. And they, what I, I'm a huge, huge hockey fan. Okay. And I really enjoy following hockey around the season as much as possible. And there's lots of other different podcasts out there for it, for news and insider information stuff. Like, you know, Johnson, Chris Johnson, who's been on this podcast, he's all over those podcast uh and as a guest as an insider what have you but i don't know he hasn't been on um he hasn't actually been on spitting Chicklet. so this isn't how i found them but for me it's these guys are former players um that were you know whitney was a good player bizanette was like just uh, his story about how he used twitter to build his celebrity status inside the the nhl was so cool and you see other players doing it now and listening to the dialogue and then what they do they recap What's been going on in hockey, whether it's games, trades, whatever, for a player's point of view. So they're talking about things like living life, like how to set, how that sets them up for life. Like, what does that really mean? It's not always about the superstars. It's about the guys that are making like four hundred thousand dollars a year. Like, how do you make that four hundred thousand dollars a year? What do you need to do with it? But there's also the stories about being on the road and the locker room and like it's the cool behind the scenes shit that is really fun to, to help. It's almost like a to get away from the pressure and stresses and to decompress and Mm -hmm. getting them on there. They've also brought in some of the different, uh, announcers and insiders and GMs. And like, they're getting like people that traditionally don't go anywhere else to share these types of conversations, but they're ending up on this podcast now. So you're getting people that you've never heard open up and you get to hear the personal side of a sport that you really are invested in. So really love it. Super, super vulgar, okay? If you if you, you got to understand locker room talk, it's bad. Now, so they, you've got to be ready for that. Do
0: you think they get the guest because those guests are like, well, these guys get it because they lived 100%. it? hundred percent. It's yeah.
1: so cool. Uh, love, love listening to it because then there's always a guest. So there's a guest every episode, uh, which is kind of you're going to catch a theme for me because I actually really like the guest format a lot. Um, it gives me always a
0: hockey player or in the hockey business in the hockey business
1: okay. so re- anywhere in the hockey business not right. even high-end players like there's sometimes there are college guys that never made it right. but they played with the guys that did make it so those stories are just fucking awesome and these stories are like there's always a joke about the team's PR uh, if they're playing for an actual NHL team it's like the NHL team wants to contact them to like can we get a copy of that before you put it out because <laughs> it's like what is gonna come out yeah and yeah. the players are so excited to come on and share but they're also nervous. And then when you find out that all the players listen. So they tune in to follow it because it's, for them, it's that, that camaraderie piece. It just makes you feel a little more personal in touch with the game. I yeah. really, really enjoy it. Super fun. Them doing ad reads and shit. It, they're just tools. It's so funny. Is it, um, is it weekly? Uh, twice a week. Okay. Wow. Twice a week. Yeah. So they do... Uh, and the, the content is, is really cool. So they do like a recap of the past few days. Then they do an interview and then the last bit is the night before. So like if the post comes out Tuesday morning, the second half of the episode was done that Monday night. And they do overnight edit and put it out the Tuesday morning.
0: Uh-huh. Now, and these guys are all former players? They don't play now? Two former players.
1: One has always worked the Boston Beat sports and press and stuff. And right. so Barstool's officially hired him full time. And they got a young kid that's uh, Grinelli, who's their re- uh, producer in New York, who works for Barstool. And so it just... Is this ther- is it a Barstool Production, it is now. Yeah. yeah, officially got the Barcelona brand on and all that. And their sponsors are just massive, mm-hmm. like just out of nowhere sponsors. Uh, to the point where I think these guys might be giving out an NHL award next year as, as Spit and Chickle's podcast. Wow, like it's gotten huge! So, and the NHL, I think there's jokes about get, getting Gary Bettman if he hasn't already been on there, getting Bettman on there. Like, just they've brought everybody on. It's so cool, so fun. And their take on shit, like because they're a players' podcast, yeah. So, they even get in like the rules analysis and shit like that from the players' perspective, and like. And since, you know, one was a pretty high end player for a little while and then one was a sh- just a fucking bench rider for the majority of his career and just fucking fighter. So listening to their perspective on how these things that go around affect them and how to swallow your pride and shit. So was, like to appreciate the opportunities you get that, different that, ends of the spectrum. Oh, right? the fucking trends on that yeah. are great, too. So it's and it really it, it takes away the uh, posturing and the, you know, the fucking arrogance that someone might have if you think they have. You listen to them on that podcast, you realize they're just fucking guys that have super talent that put tons of fucking work in and they get this opportunity and you actually don't feel like if you happen to have envy, you'll get rid of fucking envy.
0: And do they only talk about hockey or do they ever talk about Oh, other- no, they go everywhere, man. Yeah,
1: yeah the, most conversations aren't even really... There's a little bit about hockey, but it's the shit outside of hockey.
0: So like hockey's... What they start with, but then they, yeah, yeah, go off how on shit it.
1: happens on ice, and then where did that go? Mm-hmm. Do you hear stuff about the plane rides, the fucking hotels, you hear stuff about like just stupid shit they get up to, the pranks they pull on each other. Oh my God. That's cool. These they- pranks get nuts into the
0: tunes of like some, some of these guys spending tens and twenties of thousands of Jesus. dollars to
1: pull pranks on each other.
0: It kind of sounds like, you know, if you read like, um, a sports players biography You yeah. get to hear kind of like the behind the scenes stuff, but this is something that's happening Yeah, a times. So a week. so
1: fun. I mean, as a hockey fan, really, really appreciate it. And to be honest with you, there's a, probably only one other hockey podcast I even listen to now. This has now taken precedent over all of them. I've actually shut most of them down.
0: Well, and if it's coming out twice a week too, like it's yeah. pretty regular. It's fantastic. Right? It's mm-hmm. fantastic.
1: and it's long. I mean, they're long for like fucking two hours or yeah. longer. Yeah. Wow. It's good. So that's that's my go to. If it pops up, I'm I'm checking it out
0: should mention uh, the How Did This Get Made? I forgot to mention. It's uh, it's biweekly. They have like a mini episode in between to tell you what the next week's movie is going to be. So you can go ahead and watch the movie beforehand so you have some context. I don't usually because you don't need to. But, yeah. So
1: All right. What else? Right.
0: Okay. Another one that I watch that's definitely movie related is called uh, 80s All Over. Now, the gimmick with this is it's two guys, both movie reviewers, uh, Drew McWeeny and Scott Weinberg, and they sit down, and every episode is one month of movies in the 80s. So they started in January 1980, and the goal is to go right through to December of 1989. So they just talk about They They usually play the trailer for the movie, and then they talk about it, you know, whether it's a piece of garbage or whatever. And it's fascinating because, A... Especially when you get, like for us, when you get like mid 80s and you start recognizing movies or maybe there were movies you saw on the shelf, but you didn't know much about. So this kind of gives me, you know, and, and it's every movie that was theatrical release. So whether it was a oh, you know my. piece of garbage, whatever. So
1: the 80s were a lot of films. People don't realize that.
0: Yeah. And the neat thing, too, is you kind of. Well, I mean, if you listen to it, I think they're in 84 now, maybe 85. Um, they talk about like the introduction of the PG 13 rating and what led to that, what movies led to that, what was like the first movies that had it. Um, they talk about when the summer blockbuster seasons kind of started, uh, when dumping movies in like the wintertime kind of became a thing, like usually February or whatever. It's just neat to see like the trends and they were releasing episode, uh, every two weeks. Now they're on. A bit of a hiatus because of, I think, work-related stuff. But they it does plan to come back. But it's a I thought it was a really neat idea because they've stuck to it. Like, to do an episode for every month for four years' worth of movies so far is pretty, I don't know. That's and they, and they have to watch if they can. There's been a few movies where they can't find them anymore, which is also an interesting thing that we don't run into so much anymore, is a, a movie just disappears. They come to the theater and then can't find it it's not on dvd it's not streaming it's not you know on itunes nothing like that so yeah that one's 80s all over
1: well you answered one question i had was how long they've been going so four years in
0: they're now they're it's four years worth of movies but they're doing one month every two weeks so it's been like a couple years i think
1: in total this is going to be a five-year podcast for those guys yeah yeah that's the idea that's the commitment yeah Shit, they roll into the 90s, I would imagine. And
0: they're both, in, um, they're both in like their 40s, so they're not that much older than us. So you know, their perspective is they were kind of growing up in the 80s, so it kind of works out, uh, works out for that as well. Kind of very uh, zenial ish They kind of fall in that uh, category.
1: Okay, so... All right, I'm going to jump on to my second go-to, mm-hmm. which was Pit and Chicklets. I know when the episodes come out, the one that this is the one that kills me because I don't really remember the posting schedule. So I always find it, it gets a it's, but it's also one of the most pleasant surprises when I do see a new episode mm-hmm. indicator, icon, whatever. And that's uh, Fat Man Beyond, which used to be Fat Man on Batman, yep. which is Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin. Yep. I always say it wrong. Fucking love them. And listen, Kevin Smith has a lot of podcasts out there that yes. you might be interested in. Personally, this is the one I like the best. And the reason I like this one the best is one live studio audience. I know some of the other ones are as well, but him and Mark, the chemistry between the two of them is amazing. Uh, and Mark being the pretty successful writer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, former journalist, uh, reviewer, he, he, his accolades are huge for what he's written. He's won awards. And then, uh, he actually writes f- f- film and television. So you get to listen. He did castle rock. He's done a few other things. Uh, written comic books like these guys are in everything right so there's that perspective so they talk about how things can be done and my personal favorite is like Kevin loves everything yeah Mark is critical but in a good way of how things could be improved and I have yet to listen to a time where he's given his twist or take on something that you go shit that would have been a better movie Mm -hmm. and it's it's simple like sometimes we go too deep analyzing you listen to his simple take and it's like one or two lines and he's like this is how it could have been better and you just freeze and go oh my god you're right Mm -hmm. so anyways love love that podcast um absolutely love it it's really really high um and it's not just because both of them uh hated how game of thrones ended as well
0: (laughs) i actually had on that topic i have had actually people that have said that we they do want to hear us dive into that i'm so terrified to do that I'll probably have another stroke.
1: I will rewatch that ending just and that's gonna fucking hurt, but I will rewatch that ending just to do it
0: um yeah, so fat man beyond i I don't listen to it regularly. I do try to catch um like they put up a lot of stuff on YouTube, so I try to watch a lot of the clips. they do like movie reviews like long form, mostly yeah. Kevin, like you said, gushing over things, just crying at every marvel film that comes yeah, out, yeah, uh on that topic, if you <laughs> <laughs> Watching him on YouTube watch trailers for Marvel movies that are coming up is the, cra- the best one. Me and my wife will watch this like every couple of weeks. Go watch him watch the trailer for, uh, um, what the hell is the Thor movie? Th- uh, Ragnarok. It is the craziest thing. He goes from like yelling to crying to cheer. And he watches it like three times. And it's like six o'clock in the morning too. It's hilarious. So You yeah. know what?
1: He, he reminds me, when you listen to him and Mark. And, and I just find that in my my perception him and mark create a chemistry or a you know a process in their podcast i think sometimes you and i try to resonate or we inadvertently kind of could pick up on and i look to what they do as something that i'd love to see us uh rise our game to do kind of concept Mm -hmm. and they kind of go all over the map with stuff too yeah so i do like that there is there's a bit of structure like they do the in the news piece they do what they've been up to uh, they do questions from the audience and that kind of stuff. So there's a bit of structure in there, but where it goes.
0: Yeah. So if anybody has like any complaints about us going all over the rails, that's the professional way of doing it. So yeah. Exactly. me. Exactly. We just, we just feel like we're there. Yeah. But
1: you know, at the end of the day too, I mean, Kev Smith is also probably the, the last Kickstarter to get us doing this, right? Yeah. That was the one that we both looked at and you know, his comments about why he did a podcast originally started. We looked at each other and went, that's exactly what we need to fucking do.
0: And feel free to go back through our back catalog. We had an episode completely dedicated to the man. So. Yeah,
1: so no, totally great stuff. And we're sitting here with the Jane Silent Bob reboot shirt on. Well, Matt is. That's right. So, and, you know, we, we're diehard fans in that respect, but not to the point where we creepily stalk him or ever try to get him on the podcast. Maybe someday. But we... Uh, He's it,
0: liked some of my stuff before on Twitter. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: you fucking get a text message from <laughs> me on that. But anyways, no, it's, it's just that's the, the context and you listen to how they, they, they have the same conversations about the same stuff. Uh, in fact, our... I think our flavor of what we dive into really matches the same stuff i mean the same generational stuff so they're a little bit older than us but they still live in that same bubble so really yeah. really fun yeah. really fun and then really embracing uh who you are what you're interested in not giving a shit about it so mm-hmm. that's at the core of what we believe so yeah. anyways uh, that's always a go-to and, and it's just fucking hilarious listening to him talk about just everything that they talk about and the way mark just rips shit and it's so funny when they do like questions from the audience and it's like Mark has to be able to answer the question too. It can't just be for Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And then lately, I've been hearing a lot of questions for just Mark. And it's oh, yeah? fucking hysterical because Mark's shit's like hot. like yeah. really, And recently, the most cool thing I heard is that last episode, Mark and Kevin are finally working on something together, a TV show together.
0: I did hear that. And yeah. I don't know a whole lot of details Oh, no, about they're it. keeping
1: it really lit, tightly. Yeah, it, but it's an actual major studio. Yep. It's an actual major series it's a
0: property that existed before like that has existed yes
1: yes and that's the big deal because they've always some of those questions at the end are the greatest they're like if you could take one character or one team from this universe and make a movie who would you cast who would be the director and what would the story about that question like listening to those two guys brains dig into characters you might not think about and then then they pitch it to you you're like holy shit how how have these
0: guys not done that yet you know it kind of reminds me of uh the Wizard Magazine when they used to do like oh, their, yeah, their yeah. casting and stuff like that, yeah, hundred percent fantasy casting. Oh, well, they do and
1: they do that stuff a lot too, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they always uh, shit on Affleck, like every so often. Like it's so great.
0: I there's a part of me, and I know it's bananas, and I know it won't happen. But there's just part of me that thinks, wouldn't it be awesome? It'd be like the greatest secret of all time. Wouldn't it be awesome in like Jane Sound Bob reboot if there is in fact a Ben Affleck cameo? Of some sort that he's just kept tight lipped and just, oh, I
1: bet the trailer's coming out. He figures they'll be Comic Con, right? Yeah, because he's doing yeah. a Hall H. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's he's brought
1: that forward now. Yeah, I got a can uh, suspect Well, he. It'd be had, nice if they
0: kind of patch things up because it seems silly that they him and him and Mark um,
1: ended up doing an episode in Louisiana while they were doing filming. Mm-hmm. So Mark did go out there to get an episode of uh, Fat Man Beyond done, right? And it was mind blowing. Mark said about the amount of celebrities that were coming and going so it's like they kev went all stop like non-stop on this whole fucking piece so really really fun and listening to him joke about like anyone can buy his catalog of movies like with netflix and everybody like that shit is just so funny because his humility to it yeah and yet being such a big influencer on a generation but his humility of that is is just fucking great love listening to it so anyways that's a we can go on and on and on. We've done that before. Well,
0: but. we will because I'm going to segue right into uh, my next one which is Hollywood Babylon. I had
1: a feeling that would be yours.
0: Which, uh, again, uh, Kevin Smith. See, and I think this is a, obviously a strength of his is he, because there's a fair amount of his podcasts where it's him and somebody else. Be it uh, with Hollywood Babylon, uh, Ralph Garman, uh, Fat Man Beyond, you've got uh, uh, Bernardin. Uh, and then he's got Jay and Son Bob. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old with uh, J Muse. He seems to be a very good partner with people on podcasts like he seems to bring it out of them so uh yeah and so again it's very much the same kind of uh positivity that i have for, for this one that you have for that uh for fat Man beyond it's just it's well but that with this one it's one of his more consistent ones it's almost every week unless something's coming up um and it's it's probably his most structured podcast like he literally like they've got it's one of the only ones I listen to that has almost exactly the same segments throughout the the episode. And there are certain segments that I actually look forward to more than others and that kind of thing, which is kind of neat. Um, Which is strange because one of them is the um, Tinseltown stiffs, which is when people die, which sounds kind of weird, but I like hearing um, both of their, they're not not eulogies, but they're you know going back what the person did, how that person uh, affected them and, and influenced them, especially you know Kevin's career, that kind of thing. Uh, he had a they had a pretty lengthy one when, uh, um, oh, now his name's gonna uh, John Singleton when he passed oh, away, yeah, because yeah. uh, Kevin knew him kind of through the indie days in the '90s, uh, so that was good, and you know they have. They do like the Hollywood news. They do the geek news. Like it's it's kind of good, especially if I, if I haven't been on top of things for a week, I can listen to that and kind of get caught up. And they usually throw in a trailer at the end, like if a new trailer, Marvel trailer comes out and they'll go over that. Um, but yeah, that one's definitely for consistency. That one I listen to pretty much all the time. It's a little long sometimes. Uh, they've kind of, their timings got kind of messed up recently because they did like a european trip they went to like ireland and england and Mm -hmm. scotland maybe as well uh so they were all over the place but yeah no i i love it and ralph's does impressions that's his gig mostly comes out of radio uh some of his impressions are like spot on and that's always a running gag like people will write in like can you do you know sean connery doing this or al pacino doing this and and the running joke for the longest time was he had eight impressions. And I remember one episode where he, they sat down and they made him go through like every one of his impressions. And it was, I don't know, it was like 20 or 30 or something like that. But it was just, it's always funny. And the only impression that Kevin can do for whatever reason is Bane. Yeah. And they'll do like Adam West's Bane bat- one is so good. It's very good. He does Tom Hardy as Bane. Yeah. Which there's in another episode. We were talking about this before the podcast. What the hell is going on with Tom Hardy and his voice? But uh, I
1: told you he's from this magical island
0: he yeah
1: his own language
0: so ralph does a uh, an adam west batman usually yeah. and and kevin will do the bane and they'll sing a song or they'll discuss things and that so it's uh it's always entertaining it's it can be vulgar for sure um but some of the segments kill me like uh what the fuck japan which is just the a weird thing they find in japan every week you know stuff like that so yeah no that's uh I mean, a lot of the things you and, mentioned and to about be Kevin Smith—they
1: do them as an audience too. Yeah, so and, and that, that one's always really an
0: audience, almost always. I think occasionally they've done a home one, but almost always. That's it's a very an fun
1: experience listening to. It's like getting to go to an event and you're not there. Yeah, because it's always a live audience, and you can kind of escape into that event. Mm-hmm. Although you know, you, you know, it's a pre-recorded thing, but it just has the ability to captivate you a little bit closer because you know it's not that far from reality. So,
0: and they used to um they used to charge to see the video of it, but I think last week or the week before they've announced now that they will be releasing on YouTube uh every every one of their podcasts when they do it uh, the the video aspect of it. So you can get the visuals on that. Well, uh yeah.
1: That's just that's just good marketing cuz his movie's coming out.
0: Yeah, and you know what and when they were doing the European tour, they kept showing a scene from the movie, but they cut that out of the podcast. There's one thing I will say, about certain podcasts, and it's a it's a it's a money thing. I mean, it, it, if some of these people have the money, they can get away with it. I find most of the Kevin Smith podcasts are not heavily interrupted by ads. Well, of course, no. Which is, you know, the nature of they got free shit given to them half the time. Yeah, with Where, the hope that they talk about it. Whereas there's other ones that you know you'll be three minutes in, and they'll do a live read of an ad, and then you know another six minutes, and then another live read. Okay, it's a kind of a middle ground where they're more popular than us, but they're less popular than so, like Kevin. Smith. So let me ask
1: you then on your take then, mm-hmm. if you're listening to a podcast and they're going to have ads, which I'm all for that because yep. I mean if they have an ad, I think it's great because you yeah. you you might you be, need it you, a, you, you need might to. be you might be making money yeah um, we're not but you might no, no somebody so with that being said, do you prefer that they do a segue of like a live ad read or that it's a clipped in like, Hey guys, listen here.
0: I prefer the separate ad because they're almost always a minute or two minutes long. And my podcast player has a skip 30 seconds button. So I can just like bam, bam. And then I'm through it. The live read ones. And it's the, it's the idea behind it so that you don't skip through it because you'll, you might miss whatever the live read ones can be kind of intermixed and, it can sometimes, I don't know, I feel it sometimes to me seems almost, it it cheapens, That's uh, not the right word. I don't know, it, it cheapens me, like the the podcast in a sense for them to do live read during the podcast. If it's separate for me, I can treat it like a commercial okay, break. Okay,
1: so, so there's a podcast I listen to that, it's an honorable mention on this top list. Yep. Um, it's called Puck Soup. Okay. It's an, another hockey one. Yeah. It's three hockey writers. And these guys are from three different major bodies. One's ESPN, uh, one's up Yahoo Sports, and one of them is, uh, I think, ESPN now as well. And they are very candid about um, the industry. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is the hockey writer industry and how pretentious and stuck up these fucking guys are who haven't played hockey and so their comments are just outrageous. Have these guys play hockey? Or, nope, nope. Okay. And they admit that. Okay, like, they're so good about it. I, I appreciate that. And they're a bit slightly dickish. Right. And they're usually like probing for a bit of a, uh, whether it's a Twitter fight or whatever. I don't think they're always probing for it, but they won't back down from it. Right. So slightly entertaining. But they have this thing where they all take a turn um, trying to segue into an ad read. It is fucking hysterical because it comes in it's there is not consistent yeah so it'll come out and then they go oh that's like a c minus like they don't even, you don't even get into the ad read and they're really ripping each other on it and they and i find that um actually creates more retention about the ad so well and for for me anyways so yeah i kind of appreciate I believe that.
0: that and i think the problem is maybe i just haven't i haven't heard a good now that's, that's the
1: only one yeah i'm gonna say that about because other ones I've heard people try to segue in and as you can almost hear the piece of paper get picked up yeah right? and I, so that's
0: what I'm going to talk about it's not on my list but it's connected to one and yeah it was a bad library but anyway so so, so anyway
1: I, I I only got one podcast left I'm going to put on this list that I'm going to say is a must like you got to try it mm-hmm. and I, I listened to a lot of health and fitness a lot of really exploring that world because listen growing up as someone who's really into health and fitness for a long period of time for many reasons um It was always a struggle to find the truth, the truth on why stuff works, how it works, what you should try, what you maybe shouldn't try. And really, fundamentally, that exploration for 16 years, I've come to a very um, strong consensus on understanding some real, real basic concepts that actually make it really easy for me to maintain my physical health, whether I want to get stronger or leaner or whatever the hell I want to do with it.
0: It does seem like things change but but every the, year i mean okay the fads i should say there maybe you go
1: because the consistent line mm-hmm. there is one yeah. right and so that information is out there and there's a lot of podcasts that go out in these rabbit holes right you type in health and fitness and podcast it's fucking insane mm-hmm. it's it's like a whole other planet but there are a few that focus solely on um this consistent nature of non-bullshit Of respecting that you you know you're gonna have things that you want to do and like to do and that might work for you and helping you kind of rationalize why because it's not there's no magic pill for any of the stuff you want to do there's a rationale behind it it doesn't mean anything's better than the other but it's adaptive because every single person is different so there's a few podcasts that and there's a few group of characters that kind of flow around each other that have that simple mentality the stress-free mentality that actually truly fundamentally help people get better at whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. And they do it really stress-free, so I really appreciate that. Um, so there, there's, two, there's two particular podcasts that on the Venn diagram, when they meet, a lot of the people meet in the middle, okay? So one is called uh, Iron Culture, and that has Omar Isif, who's out of Toronto, and Dr. Eric Helms, who's out of New Zealand now. And they bring guests on. And now I'm going to tell you, that's deep nerd. So you're going to go science, you're going to go doctory. Omar is not a doctor of science. He, he makes the bro piece. Mm-hmm. They, they bring the bro science piece right. into it. So they bring the bro science in and then they have the doctors come in and they actually explain how sometimes it all does actually work out in the end and they make it very, very simple. The other one is called 50% Facts. This is fucking hysterical. So these two guys were around like Mark Bell and the powerlifting guys who were tied in the wrestling world and all this shit. Uh, and, and, he, and he started linking all through. But these two guys have been around for lots of different things. And they have a show called 50% Facts, and this is great. So they take a popular theory or thought. So, you know, uh, say the keto diet right now so popular, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they, they basically take a fact out of that keto diet, and the first half of the podcast is them basing it off the, like, the shit you heard. Um, on and trying to base it off social media justifying it right the second half of the podcast is actually bringing a fucking expert on to say okay here's the rabbit hole right you listen to it explained and they fucking explain it simplistically and the thing is they only bring experts in that are going to keep it simple they don't get too fucking deep they don't go too crazy they make it easy and it's like a calming of the storms i love how they do it in in between that they're massive star Wars geeks they're massive nerd fandoms you know, Mike Farr, the one host, he's on Twitch now. He's an avid game player on Twitch. So they have that nerdy, zenial twist to them as well. Yeah. Even though Jim McDonald, Jim McD is a little bit older. But it's just, and his kid is uh, in the military up in Canada. So it's like just some cool shit in there, like in the roundabout conversations. But the 50% facts, I mean, honestly, that's one that ties together with our audience a little bit. But goes into the world of health and fitness. Not just health and fitness. They touch on a lot of different things as well. Uh, super fucking funny. Uh, not overly vulgar. Couple guys out of Sacramento, California, that just have been around a lot, and they go around a lot on different topics, and really, really fun. Simple.
0: So, if I listen to an episode of that and they're talking about a specific, I don't know, diet or what have you, at the end of the episode, am I going to be able to walk away and know definitively whether that works or not, g- or you, is it more like up g- to you to decide?
1: They, oh, they do two things. One, they help squash um, the craziness of the theory. So usually it's kind of somewhat outlandish or it's, it's very believable. You want to believe it, but it's kind of like, okay, let's analyze why and let's, let's talk about what it really does. But what it does is it confines and brings down in a very simple form some basic uh, answers to the question of, of how or why something is effective or isn't effective or how it could be effective. So you get a few samples out of that. And if you use that as your vehicle to go research further, if it's going to fit for you, it actually really refines your search. Helps you make it applicable for something you want to try and learn more about. Because most of the time, if you go to Instagram or social media, it's just a cavalcade of shit.
0: Yeah, don't be going to Instagram or social media for any education. No. It's probably but, not but a and, good idea. And
1: with the health and fitness industry, it's actually really hard because it, it's if you just judge it on the person's appearance, you feel like they have their shit together. And when you find out like 99% of the people in the health and fitness world they are either blessed with good genetics or they're doing everything that's so long-term damaging to them that at the end of the day, the horrible eating habits and the psychological behaviors that are causing themselves to get those pictures the way they want them to be these people are gonna be fucked up in five to ten years. Real bad. Worse than bodybuilding ever did people in or anything. It's gonna be right. way fucking worse. So in their
0: twenties they look great, but in their like fifties, they're fucking dead. Yeah.
1: They're done. Like yeah. th- th- worse than that. They're like mentally breaking down. Yeah. And cause the desire of society isn't the big muscular person anymore. It's actually just like this fits felt type person. Um, to get there in today's day and age and be camera ready all the time, your body's in an unhealthy state. You're calor calorie deprived to no end. you're you're definitely in a bad state and your body needs to repair itself and relax and understanding this shit it's helped me get my my shit completely under control i can eat fucking however i want i was just eating like people say don't eat bread are you kidding me i was eating bread seven meals a fucking day and losing weight you can do that and then last week i decided you know what it's barbecue season i want to go back to fatty meats so i over the course of a week i gradually switched some things around on the diet and I'm back today was a uh, prime rib for lunch, burgers and avocado for dinner and like shit like that. And like, and my body, I'll tell you right now, in that 48 hour cycle, absolutely no effect. Like no, I still, I'm down half a pound. So pound and a half, pound a week, I'm looking for weight loss right now. And I completely went from high carbs to high fat and no major adjustment. And I've been able to keep working out and I feel pretty good because you learn the simplicity of the, the real thing is energy. It's calories in, calories out. Understand what that really means for you and how to be honest about it. And you're not going to hung up on shit. You can eat what the fuck you want. I don't care what it is. You can work everything into a diet if you want to. You just got to have the understanding of how that works mm-hmm. and just take this simplistic approach to that anything can work. There's no magic pill. Every diet works if you stick to it and consistent. It doesn't matter what the fucking diet is. It, is is
0: ephedrine not a magic pill?
1: Nope. That's a dead pill. So anyways... <laughs>
0: Just think the, the number of people that have died from a fitness. Yeah. The football players, that's man. The not, football players uh, are the not, worst.
1: Yeah. So and the things today are... The way science is around health and fitness now, it's insane. And, and uh, I mean, there's episodes I've listened to. These guys have circulated in that have done things like... Uh, Getting into the the protein bars and the power bars and all that kind of stuff that's out there. I mean, that stuff tastes so fucking good now, but they really are just glorified candy bars. So you have to figure. It. And so the idea is like you don't eat that to be healthy; you eat it to get the numbers you're trying to obtain over the course of a day because that's a good alternative mm-hmm. to, you know, in some cases though, an actual Rice Krispie square might be a better choice. Like at the end, I was using Rice Krispie squares the past few weeks um, because I needed carbs and uh, they're carbs. Uh, There's only a couple grams of fat. There's more fat in, you'd be surprised at some of the shit that how much fat contents and stuff. And so,
0: you know, 25 grams of carbs. So, what you're saying is everybody should be eating Rice Krispie squares.
1: Well, I'm saying is everyone can eat Rice Krispie squares and still get your goals. Sweet. Right. So, that's not that complicated. So, but, anyways, that's where that world of understanding comes from. And and there's a lot of rabbit holes you could end up. But these guys are pretty, what I like about them is that they're very honest, Um, they're humble, they know when they don't know so they know to say they don't know something they know to bring experts in and they remind you through the podcast the whole time It's like look we're not telling you how to do anything like we're just trying to give you some insights and you either want to run with it or you don't like do what the fuck you want like they say that so often in the podcast i really appreciate that because everyone else gets really fucking preachy so that preachy part drives me fucking nuts mm-hmm. so back away from it anyways that's that's was that my your
0: last th- two five was that your last two podcasts back to back yeah, yeah, basically. Is that your whole list huh? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's my that's my list because I got some honorable mentions. Okay, and then I have some con some i some some things that when a pe- podcast starts to drive you away, I want to get into that because that happens a lot.
0: Okay, then I'll burn through my last two quickly, and yeah. we'll get to, to that. Uh, and I'll start with the one that we can burn through relatively quickly because we've sung all his praises. Uh, that would be Smodcast, which is the name of the entire Kevin Smith podcast network at this point basically the first one that he did with uh, Scott Mosier. Not so much with Scott Mosier anymore. Scott's busy doing, he just did the Grinch there a little while ago. Uh, so now he gets a lot of guests on and long form interviews, which have actually been quite good. He had uh, Seth Green on a little while ago. Um, who was the last one that I heard on there? Oh, I was. we were talking about this uh, a few minutes ago. So he did a, Crossover episode with Chris Jericho, where Ugh. they did uh, they did essentially a commentary track for the Bad News Bears. Yep. So they started on Jericho's podcast about halfway through the movie, and then they cut, and then they went to Kevin Smith's. I will take a side here. That was kind of an awkward one to listen to the live reads. It seemed like he he had a lot of live reads on the Jericho podcast.
1: He's he has tons.
0: Like, and more than I would have expected. I kind of thought he wouldn't have needed that so much. It's
1: funny you say that because it's also the reason I don't listen to that podcast anymore.
0: And it does and that. See, that was my
1: really, really ad heavy.
0: Yeah. And it, it, it was kind of reminded me of traditional radio. Mm. So that was an interesting, um, side by side because you'd listen to the Jericho one and then you go over to Kevin Smith, a, the Jericho one, for some reason he bleeps out a lot of swearing, which I was, maybe that's an ad thing. And then the ad the the like he had I don't know how many ad reads on his and then the Kevin Smith one, I think there was none. He usually has bumpers or whatever on his. Sorry, this beer is actually fighting me now. Um so yeah, smodcast, great long form interviews he's doing now. Used to be just him and uh Scott Mosier shooting the shit, which is a kind of the not the goal, but kind of what I looked at. That was my what I looked at for us. Like that was kind of like Cause he made that podcast specifically to have an excuse to hang out with his friend who used to just, you know, they used to just shoot shit and then they got busy and this gave them an excuse to get together and, and to do that. So that was kind of like sort of what I saw this as. And then, um, my last one, uh, and it kind of went in and out of the list for a while, but the last episode kind of kept it in, uh, is called Harmon town. And it's by, um, it's focuses around, uh, Dan Harmon, who was the creator of community he created Rick and Morty. Um, he wrote Monster House, the movie. He's done a bunch of stuff. But if ever a train wreck was a podcast, and there's a documentary called Harmontown as well, which is worth watching because you can see it. He, especially the earlier ones, because he just drinks throughout the whole podcast and it's on in front of an audience um, it was actually at a place called Nerd Melt or uh, Nerd Melt Comics, I think it was. It used to be owned by uh, Chris Hardwick. Um, and so he used to drink and just... He got in a lot of trouble. He uh, notoriously played a voicemail that he got left by Chevy Chase when he was hammered. And Chevy Chase was just cursing him and chewing him out. He played that for the audience. It was in the podcast. Uh, he got married. He got divorced. It's all... It's like a dirty laundry thing. There is no structure to that. There used to be, they'd shoot the shit for like three quarters of the way. Then they played D and D for like 20 minutes at the end of it, which was kind of cool. They have guests like they've had, um, this is insulting to him, I'm sure, but I'm going to call him Booger from revenge of the nerds. I cannot remember his name. Uh, They've had Kumail uh, Nanjiani, uh, Patton Oswalt, lots of people that he's known through the business. Um, But it's, it's hit and miss. It it depends on what's going on. But it's an interesting podcast because every week you're kind of hearing him go through especially now with like the Me Too movement and stuff. And he's he's fucked up. He's he's had issues where he's been mean to people and he's said shit he shouldn't and he's having to live with that and he's having to kind of avoid those landmines and and better himself. And he has people on that, you know, from you know, feminist groups or LGBTQ. And and it's listening to a man who's in his 40s navigate Hollywood now and not perfectly, which is really interesting because you hear fuck ups. You hear about like he had to get off Twitter because he was getting in shit on that. And it's, it's just an interesting, you know, like he was he's on and off friends with like Andy Dick, another complete train wreck in Hollywood. But to hear them talk and. I don't know it's just it's a it's a it can be a painful one to listen to but it can be really interesting like he had um what's her name uh yardley smith who does uh, lisa simpson's voice on the simpsons he had her on because he's on this kick now with true crime podcast because she does a true crime uh, podcast as well but he had her on and i guess she had uh, a stalker in like the late 80s early 90s and they talked about that and it got really serious but then it gets like the last episode I think they spent 20 minutes, him um, and another guy that he has on usually, doing improv of Blade, the movie. He was Blade and the other guy was Whistler. And it was the most bonkers thing for like half an hour just because they both came from um, like improv and and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of all over the map, but like even it'll kind of fade off and then it'll have a really good episode. The only knock I have against it is it, it can run long, like sometimes over two hours, which... For me, for me, the hour and a half seems to be like my sweet spot, like an hour and a half to an hour is usually perfect. Getting over two hours, it starts to drag a little bit. But uh, And then the, the D&D stuff is interesting because a lot of the guys that they'll have on for that are improv guys. So improv and D&D goes well together because that's what you're doing essentially is you're becoming a character and you're having to on the fly, you know, make decisions based on what's going on. So it's entertaining and fun and great. But usually they get so hammered by the time that D&D comes, they don't remember what happened last week. So, Yeah. That's funny. So yeah, that's uh, those are my last two. Okay. I do have an honorable mention, but I'll let you uh, start with yours.
1: Well, I have two honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to get the name wrong of the first one. Perfect. Because I left my phone upstairs, and I can't
0: remember what the fuck it's called anymore. Mark that in your calendars, folks. Adam does not have his phone in his hand right now.
1: It's either... It's the one that Victor Lucas does. It's uh, in the. Is it Victor, going by. Victor's Basement or oh. Basement Reviews or something like that, it's called.
0: I'm not sure what he's going by now.
1: It's, uh, Is he not just
0: doing Electric Playground as a. No, that's on YouTube, right?
1: Yeah, there's the Electric Playground on YouTube, Sorry. but there's a basement review thing that they do, and they bring on the game. It was a part of what I really liked on Electric Playground they used to do when they interviewed the developers and yeah. the game releases and stuff. And it's just back to my whether it's nostalgic or whatever the case may be, but he's just a really good interviewer for that kind of stuff. He has such an appreciation for the industry. And so I really appreciate that conversation. Canadian. Even though I'm not an avid gamer anymore, I still like listening to where things are going and why they're going there and how they're getting there and the influences and stuff. Because let's be fair, for many of you that are listening, you probably are avid gamers. And uh, it's amazing when the industry has gone and going and uh, tons of viable careers in that industry. So i really like listening to it they're not too long so they're usually they're pretty modest between half an hour to an hour depending on the interview so it works out pretty good i like it um another honorable mention that probably should have been on my top list in a lot a lot of ways but um just just the the sustainability is starting to slip a little bit on this podcast which i'm really really surprised because i thought these guys would just be absolute naturals i knew this
0: one was coming up somewhere
1: yeah edging christian's pot of awesomeness um these guys were amazing wrestlers we really enjoyed their career their chemistry their charisma their their ability to be showmen. were fantastic put these two guys in a microphone it's one of the best things you can definitely rock and like rolling. in
0: the same categories like The Rock and Jericho as oh, like just amazing just so mic guys and so
1: the podcast I thought would be you know I actually didn't have an expectation I actually was giving them a blank check kind of idea a free pass and went with it and there's, there's, just, there's some bits they try to throw in there that to me feel kind of forced, like when they try to they make up these wrestling personas that they try to smack talk each other with. And I know there's the old school wrestling fan that loves it, I guess. Um, but for me, it's, just, it's painful to listen to. It's kind of nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. But then listening to their holistic reviews of all things wrestling, because they're not only just WWE, they'll talk about all wrestling, uh, is back to very similar, like with Spit and Chicklets, that they talk the industry with the folks. I do like that. The interviews are pretty solid, they, and they don't always just go for the stars, but they can get the stars. Mm. So it's a nice variety of things. Yeah. I do, I, and their interactions good. Their love for Tommy Dreamer and like trying to keep him relevant in the world is really entertaining. Um, that kind of stuff is really fun. So there's a real fun level, and their chemistry is their chemistry. So I, I do enjoy that. But unfortunately, there's just a lot of misses some episodes too that I will bump this. Like I will put this episode on. I will also bump this episode if something else comes on.
0: Well, and I think that's what the honorable mention category yeah, fits. So. I think it's kind of like when all of the right on top ones are done. Then yeah, you they're go right against, on the edge. Yeah. And
1: if it wasn't for just maybe some of the bits they try to pull off, it, it kills me. It kills me. It'd be
0: better if it was just more relaxed and just themselves kind of thing. As yeah, yeah. Like- and,
1: and there are episodes where they don't do the bits. Mm-hmm. And they're, I mean, they're really good. And when they interview, they're great interviewers. Like They're really funny. They have great inside stories they get to share those insights and if you have any interest like i did growing up wanting to be a wrestler that world it's a real backstage tour uh all the time and uh i really appreciate it i mean there's the stone colds out there you got jericho out there you got, i mean go through the wrestlers that are out there raven like they've all got podcasts and i have tried pretty much all of them and this is the go-to yeah. for, for me for wrestling this is the go-to i tried jr oh my god it's just jr over and over announcing Talking about it being a slobber knocker. Oh my God. It's just, (laughs) I thought I could do it. And it's, it's, it's just, there's no, you need the King. You need someone to break it up. It's, it's just too much of him. I didn't think it would be that bad of a thing. And it really is too bad. It's too much. Hmm. It's too much. So no, anyways, and I've tried, uh, I have tried a lot of other wrestling podcasts. Oh, they, 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 no, I burn them just (laughs) straight out burn.
0: Shall I go into my, yeah. uh, Okay. I only have one. Uh, and it's, I think it was more like a limited series because it's done right now, but maybe they're going to do another season of it or what have you. Uh, it was the Ron Burgundy podcast.
1: Ah, this is my don't try.
0: Which was basically <laughs> entirely him in character as Ron Burgundy. Dude, me. I tried. You you, you you suggested this to me. This was hard. No, really? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess it depends on whether. they And I which, like that character a lot. Yeah. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I I, I thought it was all right. It um, He doesn't break character. No, not it's at all. It is absolutely him in character the entire time. Think Zach Gal- Galifianakis
1: between two ferns. Yeah. You never break character.
0: Um, and it's kind of, um, you know, the, he doesn't. Really know what a podcast is. Uh, he's still treating women poorly. He's treating everybody poorly. Essentially. He's still Ron Burgundy. It's it's exactly him. So if you like that character, it's worth giving it a shot. You may not like, you know. You he may eventually not like it.
1: tries to interview people. Has a producer that tries to balance the show. I feel like that though. The producer part's what did it to me. It yeah. Wasn't the Ron Burgundy part. I mean, yeah. you don't know expect it's funny. The producer tries to make it funny. In a weird way, like they tried to provide a a, a bearing of normality, mm-hmm. and it's not funny.
0: I will say, if my you, if you're looking for one of the most cringeworthy episodes, I mean, it's it's clearly you know it's planned and what have you, but there's an episode where he has um, oh boy, what's the guy's name? Tyrion Lannister. Oh yes, the Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, on yeah, it is. I tried that episode. It I is love the Peter most Dinklage. cringeworthy. They, and and they're both in on it it's 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 planned he's got to be in on it if he's not how he stayed on the phone that long i do not know but it's uh it's 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 yeah it's harsh i mean so yeah it's it's and those are two really talented dudes it's interesting like i don't know a lot of other podcasts that are done based on a character from another property the entire episode in character
1: which is interesting because you must own the rights that character
0: or something yeah, because I'm thinking like a few years ago, I remember seeing him at like a curling event. He, he was cr- in the booth. He, he did some hockey games too. Yeah, yeah like yeah. so he. I think that's his character. I think definitely. Yeah. So that was my honorable mention. I mean, fair enough. You you. It didn't I tried, bud. I yeah. tried,
1: and and it was. I thought it was interesting. The first couple. The first couple when he first started the podcast were, were very funny, and then I'm like, oh, we're still carrying this bit. Some bits, oh yeah! If some, you don't like a bit, you're in trouble. That's bits, the whole thing. Not, it's not even like him, but the bit that he still didn't get that three episodes or right, four episodes right, in what a podcast was is like, right. come on! Like, even the movies taught us he grew a little bit on shit. So that that's where it kind of it was too hard owned, and um, so. Anyways, with that being said, it's worth. I mean, give it a shot. I mean, just because I said it, don't listen to me. You might absolutely love it. And think I'm like an it's Indian. well made. Yeah, like we're not oh, saying that. It's like, like well produced. It's, it's,
0: it's funny or die. Quality, quality, I think back,
1: so. quality product. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Just whether yeah, you,
0: you're into it. Or not. If you can
1: stand that much Ron Burgundy, it can be hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, which I didn't think it would be, and turn it turned out to be. And I, it's almost like I wish they would have brought some of the other characters in. See that I was kind of hoping, yeah, that, that would have been fun to offset it a little bit, like yeah. bringing Paul Rudd's character, yeah. to help.
0: That's the one that, and, and that's Or even definite. like um oh what's her name? The 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 Love Interest. Uh what can't I think of her name? christian Applegate? Yeah. Yeah. Like even just to to play off it like just you Whammy. know like something. Whammy. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I'm sure he's not doing anything. No. Um anyways. So I wanna to go to a podcast that I used to listen to and then dropped like dropped it like it was hot. Okay. So one that I, I actually really enjoyed. For some time, and then I just found it to be complacent. Okay. It became... It was called... Uh, oh, my God. Why do I forget
0: what it was called? Because it's that memorable.
1: Yeah. No, that's horrible, right? I actually... Oh, it was Nerdist.
0: Oh, yes, I see. Chris Hardwick's oh, called uh, it... Oh, ID10T. Yeah, now he calls it ID10T, which when you look at it, idiot. Kind of got kicked out of... Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't really... I don't even understand what happened. I mean, right now I did not dig into what happened, what accusations, whatever went down. We're judging
0: this strictly on the podcast. I
1: really don't. I mean, I actually stopped listening at Nerdist Mm -hmm. uh, at a certain point. Then some shit went down. I saw it change to ID10, whatever, or the shit went down after ID10. I can't remember. Um, I did try to pick up some of those episodes, but what I'm finding is, I mean, one, ID10T, he's not getting the guest he used to get. Right. Problem one. But, when I went on uh, and listened to Nerdist, like the interviews and stuff were, if you really go back on the catalog, there's some great stuff, great interviews, really, and not even just the guests, like just, he's, he's on the money. And then it just kind of started to dissipate, right? I mean, he had a lot of episodes, he's over a thousand episodes, man. That's a lot of episodes. So you're doing it for a long time. So I can understand that could probably be problematic as well. Uh, and he just started. To, some guests were hit, some were miss. Um, some of them would be because they're all Hollywood celebrities. All of them were stars. Some would be really forthcoming and revealing, and some were like, "Ooh, it was a presser, and he's got to deal with them in the middle of a presser." And he got priorities so he got really cool stuff. But it just started to lose its muster. And I listened to—I'm going to I'm gonna say like a few hundred episodes. I really digested a lot because he had gone. I loved his stuff with Keanu Reeves. I love like there was some great, great content in there. So there is some really good stuff. But when it got drawn out, it got drawn out. And it got drawn out hard. Yeah. And then when it got drawn out really hard, it wasn't long after that shit started to go sideways. But there was a point there it started to draw and I just dropped it. Like completely dropped it to the point where I'm like, this isn't even entertaining anymore. It's almost like I put it on to be the filler while I'm looking for another podcast.
0: See, I only listened a few times, and what I found was there was, seemed to be a lot of people at one time, mm. and they weren't all necessarily mic'd, it was kind of like being in a noisy room like a busy room and i found that distracting kind of in a way yeah. as well but the, i and i didn't hear a lot of it so i, I can't you know judge it necessarily but uh, it sounds like you heard a lot of
1: it so. yeah you know i definitely went in there hard for a lot of them and then just kind of fell away so you got any any podcasts that you just dropped not hard? one
0: specifically but for a while um my work is it related so <laughs> yeah i know uh I tried to look for podcasts that were IT related because, you know, thinking like, well, I could absorb some of that while I'm driving, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Let me tell you about dry podcasts. Anything IT related, I have yet to find one that's super entertaining and exciting. They're very dry. I mean, they're, you know, it's like watching a video lecture or something. It's just, I couldn't do it. I had to delete them all. It was terrible.
1: So I've had a, a funny observation. In some of the podcasts I've listened to, especially when I go down the road of um, health and fitness, there was a trend that I wasn't catching. I was getting slowly sucked down this rabbit hole and it was taking me a little bit to figure it out. And then all of a sudden I kind of just had this like coming to Jesus moment. And that is the perfect analogy I could use because it all of a sudden got crazy religious. It was weird so what happened was there was a bunch of uh i would say a bunch but there was there was a a a good group of people that i was listening to that were like across a few different uh podcasts and from different parts of the country all through the u.s and canada and they just started getting into this whole like blessed blessed you catch you catch really you catching words like they was they catch things they throwing in like we're you know this is just a blessing or this is then you're blessed and and this I, is I, happening
0: in multiple podcasts.
1: Yeah, well, I just there was there was a there's a, a, a shoot of the industry that I started to realize that a lot of people that are really into health and fitness that are doing these podcasts actually are probably really heavily religious people too. Mm. I didn't, didn't realize, I didn't know that, and I also had people that listen to the podcast that completely are fucking or not. Mm-hmm. So, and you can start to find the sever in their podcast. And the cool part was, in this evolution of listening to podcasts as long as I have, the people that weren't religious. This is no knock on this, but it's just what how this went. The people that weren't religious kept the focus on the content, the evolution of the show, the evolution of the exploration, of trying, learning, meeting the experts, whatever the case may be, like staying to the content. Whereas the other people that were, um, you know, obviously had their own personal beliefs and religious biases biases or whatever, they started making it all about how fucking, how great all uh, things are and how, you know, how to be a better person and how to get into this whole fucking self-healing pieces and, and how God's there for you and the light inside of you and all I'm so like where was, that? Hey, Fuck, where the I was on this yeah, listening to this episode about flexible dieting because it's just about right how, out to, how to map macros and, and make life simplistic because once you get the math down you actually can live a very simple healthy and then it was about to live your best life and then all this I'm like whoa 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 where the fuck did that come it from
0: it moved from like a science based yeah. to a faith based yeah broadcast. like
1: maybe your logo should just have a fucking on it so i knew what i was getting into so uh, it just kind of pissed me off a little bit in the sense that you and i joke about politics and that and we don't want to go into those rabbit holes I, I work in fucking politics so we don't go down these rabbit holes because it, 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 these are our personal beliefs and every once in a while the shit will come out but we try not to throw too much out there but when it became very preachy i've had a few podcasts go that way mm-hmm. and you're gonna get that Right, because I mean, the, the level of entry to put one of these together yep. is not high. Uh, I was very surprised, and very that was very off-putting to me. I could take, give me fifty fucking ad reads. Well, if you're going to be
0: upfront about it, it's different. But if you're going to sneak it in or yeah, slot it in, yeah, it's part then, of your brand, yeah, or part yeah. of your
1: show. But it was all of a sudden, it, like it started unveiling itself, twenty, twenty-five, thirty episodes in. And by then, you've committed yourself at this point for twenty-four hours of fucking listening for someone all of a sudden to throw Jesus Christ at you. Hmm. Becomes a bit much. Fair enough. Yeah. So, anyways, that was an interesting thing I've discovered.
0: Okay, well I think what we can say probably about podcasts is there's a bajillion of them. Mm-hmm. And don't feel obliged to stick with one if it's not doing anything for you because there are so many others to listen to. Except for ours, stick with us because we can only get better. And
1: we'll help you find
0: more podcasts. No.
1: Honestly, I think it's it's great the amount of selection and variety you can go exploring. So I actually encourage people to explore. There are many more podcasts that I have listened to over the years, spending as many hours on the vehicles I do and traveling. But with that you know, being said, uh, I have tried many a podcast. My advice when you're trying a podcast is to, one, listen to the most current episode first. Then go back in the catalog a little bit to see the evolution because if you go back in the catalog and the episode a year ago, sounds exactly the same as the one. Now it ain't going to get better. So,
0: and that's if the one now doesn't <laughs> sound good. Yeah. Yeah. If or, the one now sounds good and a year ago sounds good. Great. Uh, or,
1: or I like to see the idea too, is that maybe it's good to understand that there's been some progress too. Yeah. That they, they've grown because you know, the show, that means they care about the show. and They're going to keep going. Yeah. They're going to keep trying to grow the show. Um, take a look at their, take a look at their, whatever social media they have, go look at it. And I'm not saying that to try to, to get you to go look at ours. What I mean is go look at it because it's going to show, uh, again, some more of the, the content and what they're aiming to do, what they're trying to accomplish, you know, who they are, what their show's about. It'll give you a little bit deeper of a dive because not every episode is going to give you a great deep, deep dive into what they're doing. It's, it's, a, it's an episode, right? So their brand and their content is going to be over their social media stuff. So check that out because I have listened to some podcasts and thought to myself, eh, this isn't so fucking great. I checked out their Instagram went oh my god this, this is a great Instagram feed and then I went and looked at the webpage and I'm like oh my god like there's tons of great shit so maybe that was just a, not one of the better episodes so I went back and all of a sudden sure shit had a bunch of other great episodes that I really enjoyed listening to so it ended up becoming a podcast that was part of my, my rotation for a while so
0: yeah and I mean a lot of these guys are independent like we are so I mean you know don't necessarily judge them if they're not getting an episode out every week or every, you know, on oh, a, a regular schedule. I, I
1: still feel the best content is the stuff that actually isn't part of the big studios. It tends yeah. to be better stuff. Yeah, no like one, ours. No one's directing them. No, I, honestly, like I listen to a lot of CBC podcasts. I listen to a lot of I mean, a lot of news and politics. I listen to, um, so I listen to a lot of sponsored and partnered and like studio-driven stuff and uh it's exactly what you expect it to be you're certainly not left with any surprises and it's hard to be thrilled with any of it for that matter it's robotic in a lot of cases mm. because they they follow uh, a standardized protocol that you're you totally would expect them to do so the independent folks that are out there uh it's you know it's, it's fucking fun listening to them is fun it, the,
0: and i think the other thing too is if you support and, and this goes along with you know any of the stuff that you know, a lot of our guests and, and the stuff that we've we've talked about. If you support something that's independent, you tend to get more, uh, more of an intimate connection with the person making it. You know, you hear back from them, or you can talk to them, and you get responses back. Like it's, you know, as much as we love Kevin Smith, we're not going to talk to Kevin Smith. He he's he, you know he's not going to get back to us on something necessarily, but you know, some of these independent podcasts or, you know, uh, some of the, the games and the books and the CDs and all this stuff that we've talked about over, over the you know year and a half or whatever, you can talk to these people via social media and they will get back to you and you can have, you know, you can answer, get questions answered and you can talk well, to them about things. They want to talk to you. They want to engage their audience.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you as a listener right now, if there's an episode you want us to dig into, a topic you want to dig into, like. You could throw that to us and we will definitely go there. We don't have a problem with that. You're not going to get that with the big studios. They have a schedule. They have a script. They have a thing they're going to follow for the next year, year and a half. And they're going to respond to whatever's trending. They're they're not going to go off the rails into something. So,
0: And, you know, in most cases, they're I would hope they're going to be quite appreciative that uh, you're reaching out to them or you're, you know, contacting them, following them, whatever. And again, it's not necessarily a knock against the bigger ones when you get to a certain size I think it's impossible to notice that as much yeah. that you know the independents are going to be much more well, aware it, of what's and there's going such on a,
1: there's such a network on that independent concept right mm-hmm. so you know we look at the stuff we've done with with J- Jason Eric and N- novar Games and now Deadly Grounds and we talk about Critical Hit and we you know our friends at Northern Hearts and like we go through all that kind of stuff and you know they talk about us as much as we talk about them you know these are mutual beneficial yeah. uh, relationships because we actually all have shared interest. We all have, um, you know, coming from a, a point of just appreciating what we do and, and really loving what we do, and uh, if we can prop each other up along the way to be able to do the things we love to do, that's what it's about. So that, you know, natural holistic uh, view of how we support each other uh, that resonates with people, right? So it's hard to not appreciate that. And if you even share any like a quarter of the interest that we share, then this is a thing you probably can grab a hold of. And so we appreciate that. We do appreciate anyone that's listening and you come along for the ride. And, you know, we do have plans to keep going. And Matt's been working his ass off on some really cool ideas that we're going to try to get implemented this summer. uh, Back with all those little circle of people that have come around on board to the listening and participating and being guests on the podcast. You know They really want to do more and uh, I think we want to do more with them too. I, I know we absolutely do. It's just a matter of locking it all down and uh, getting some cool things to happen. And these things are there and it's back to supporting each other. And that's the kind of shit you're into. Like Those are not hard to find in the podcast world, but you're certainly not going to find it in the big studios. Yep. So
0: Well said. So I think with that, we're pretty much done.
1: Yeah, awesome. Glad glad to be back. Glad to be back and running through a, a bit more of a structured episode. Like the last couple episodes have been us really just trying to make an episode because we could get the time. So this was good. We stuck to the schedule. I mean, I woke up this morning in Baltimore, Maryland, and uh, mm-hmm. at uh, three forty in the morning, and uh, we started recording this at eight pm uh, in our hometown of Bowmanville. So I'm just going to say it's been a long day. Look but, at that dedication. But I'll tell you, right now, I've been looking forward to it all day. So uh, I'm, I'm glad we managed to get back into a schedule, and I hope we can keep that schedule a little bit. Uh, heading through July and try to get some episodes out for you guys. Yeah.
0: So uh, again, thank you for everyone who's been listening, new listeners, uh, old listeners, everybody else. Uh, you can follow us on social media. We're at happy Zen podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just look for the happy Zen podcast on Facebook and everything is at happy Zen.com. Our, all our episodes, our links, uh, subscription links for everything from Spotify, Apple podcasts, all that stuff, all our social media. So happy is the, the core of everything. You can go there and find just about everything.
1: Yeah. Don't forget our friends over at Deadly Grounds.
0: That's right. Okay. Until next time, we're out of here. Talk to you.